Howdy, y'all. Episode 78. My name is Justin. Hey, I'm Chris. This is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. the howdy y'all that was a surprise i didn't know what to say you know that was a western surprise <laughs> we don't uh western sizzling is that a he is not wearing a cowboy hat today <sighs> don't get me started <laughs> i've been wanting a cowboy hat for two years i don't think i look good in a cowboy hat i don't know i want a white cowboy hat I, there's any number of places you could find one. Oh, i can easily find one it's my wife oh she's gonna be like what you doing with that cowboy hat on exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We were talking about their night for your birthday, I think. About like this would be a great time for you to wear a cowboy hat. At the breakout place? Yeah. That's I was like I was like, this has been like a perfect You could have worn anything to the breakout place. So Friday night. Friday night? Friday last Friday night. So your birthday was Saturday. Yes. Last Friday night, your wife. Surprise party. It's my favorite. It it is? Yeah, I love it. Did you have no idea? No. You didn't? No. Well, we had two other couples meet at our house because we live across the street or whatnot from you, around the corner, around the bend. And uh, me just in the street, 30 degrees, carrying a charcuterie board. A big one. It was very massive. Charcuterie. You were close. <laughs> carrying that thing. Uh, and then we just rang the doorbell. Surprise. Yeah. Then your wife had a, a r- reservations to a breakout, which you've never done one. No. Student ministry, I've done like 15 of these. Yeah. But I usually don't play because I want the, like the teens to do it. Yeah. Be, um, you could tell the people in the room who had done one before yeah. from the people who hadn't. Me and Rob and Ben are just kind of sitting back and y'all are over here just... I'm digging in the rocks. The yeah, coming digging. coming the speaker. It's like, sir, there's nothing in the rocks. Well, this one was weird. Um, so it was Clue themed. Yes. I didn't know you guys like Clue. We do. I've never played Clue. I don't care about Clue. It's but fine. it was a good one. This one was... So it was like three different rooms. Yeah. It was really cool. Bonkers that there was active water. You tell me. Live water. That was. Was this stuff automated or was the guy kind of behind the scenes, like taking the plates away, turning the water on? No, 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 no. No one was behind the scenes with the plates. So how did that work? Was it just like a little elevator? I think it just went up and down and there was one above it and Uh, below it and did what you wanted to do. That makes sense. And then they probably went and just changed it. The water. Was that a real spout? It couldn't have been. Yeah. I mean, it had to have been something. Yeah, something was coming out of that. But part. what did they say that room was before? They told us what that was before. I missed that part. Like a dentist office? I don't know. <laughs> they told us that building, not the room we were in. The <laughs> building was something else. Yeah. And the, no, and the guy lived there. What did? No, because you guys came out of the bathroom and said, uh, "Why is there a shower in here?" That's right. And and, it was they, a little and I think it was like a dentist office, and like the guy lived here. Just all in one. All right. Well, there you go, guys. If you guys come into Homewood, Alabama, you can go to Breakout, do the Clue one. Clue room. There's water hoses and whatnot. It was, it was really good. And we got out we did. like 20 minutes We were like three spare. minutes off his fastest time he had ever. In in that room, yeah. That well, of like the two weeks they had it. He was hey, like, hey, hey. I've only done two weeks on this top, one. Top, top percent. Well, hey, off the top, y'all. I want to, uh, uh, we do a bad job about this. Off the top, hey! If you like our podcast, we hope you do. Do you like our podcast? Well, you li- out there? If they're like listening, I'd say they do. Yeah. Uh, we want you to rate and review and subscribe and share and uh, 
what else? Snail mail saying thank Facebook you. Facebook it. Oh, you can put it on Facebooks. You could send it to your Aunt Donna and your you Teresa. You could print something off and put it. If you live in an apartment complex, you can put it where all the mail goes. Uh-huh. Everyone the sees bulletin, good old bulletin the good board. old bulletin board. You can, yeah. Put it in the break room. You can put it in your break room. Or you could just play it out loud and subject other people to it whether they want to or when not. you're cruising the downtown strip of your local community as we used to do in high school okay windows down and you know sometimes we we would be playing uh maybe a little bow wow or kenny chesney or some kenny chesney back where i come from <sighs> i'm an old tennessean we have that on there you can just be playing our podcast and you pull up to a red light. Someone goes, Hey, what's that podcast? That sounds cool. It'll really set the vibe for your hangout with your friends. <laughs> if you have a dinner party in the background, you don't need to put John Mayer on just the soothing put tones of the, Justin Peach. <laughs> you can put the Bible buffoons podcast on anyways. Rate review. We love you guys. Thank you guys for supporting us, loving us, listening to us. And if you know us, we love it when you guys hit us up and say, hey, we like it. Even in person. Yeah, we we get a lot of that at church. Yeah. Or we get a few of those at church. Yeah. <laughs> Saying, hey, thank you. Um, well, cool. Uh, no new updates. No new. Oh. So we are idiots. Oh. <laughs> okay. There's a few things that I do not. Um, well, there's a lot of things that I don't really. Uh, pay attention to as you're on your phone right now texting I'm kidding uh, my family my in-laws my wife's family there's a hundred of us are on a text thread uh-huh. some of y'all I know my wife listens to this my family says they do but I, they don't listen this to all is, of these this is how you find out no I don't really care if they do or don't whatever uh, but we're on a text thread I don't Typically enjoy it <laughs> because do they know this because they do now. I was for years not on it. Okay. I I took it off my phone and deleted yeah. it and left the group because I was like, y'all are driving me crazy. Too much. Oh, my, it, trust me. If one person sends one thing right now, we're gonna get seventy five. Ding 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 ding. ding. You, if you send one picture, all nine people have to like it. Nice. I've never liked a picture. I'm like, you don't need to know that. I do. It's I our do family. Like it. I do. Anyways, we get tons of a lot of stuff and it bounces back and forth between politics and between what's coming up and between, Hey, look at this rock. Hey, look at the babies jumping. There's all this stuff, right? Yeah. Well, last week I made a claim. Oh no. That I did not. And I'm very bad about not reading. I just, wherever I open it up, that's where I start reading. Yeah. I made the claim last week that the month of February, this is the first time in 820 something years that we've had four Mondays, four Tuesdays, four Wednesdays. You did make a big deal out of this last week. Cause it was in my thread. Okay. February has 28 days in it. Yeah. There's always There's- four <laughs> Sundays, four Mondays, <laughs> unless it's a leap year. Then it jumps. But that's what, one every seven years or something four like years. that? No. Leap years every four years. Well, the one every four years. But anyways, Mary Beth, last Thursday, <laughs> she called me crying. <laughs> She goes, you idiot. You didn't read the rest of the thread where they said, aha, joke. No, it's always. No, I don't read everything that's on there. There's too many this, things to read. This is your Tree City USA moment. <laughs> this is my Tree City USA. <laughs> yeah, where you're like, no, surely we live in Tree City USA. Like, <laughs> Look at all these trees, man. <laughs> 
Look at this. I can't not not see a tree. This is this is it. Uh, no, guys. Um, so if you and here's 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 what's gonna make a lot hey, of I you. I just sat over here and I was like, yeah, man, that's cool. Uh, and the majority are like you and everyone else, because I thought I would get more people being like, because we ha- we know people that yeah. listen to be like, hey, dummies, this happens every, or they feel bad for us. But I'm willing to guess that most people just go, oh, that's a cool deal. Yeah, I want to know how many people were like, oh, told somebody else about that. <laughs> And they're like, no, no, sweetie, that's wrong. <laughs> it's, it's always welcome to every year. In yeah, you, you, look, you look at my calendars. I have the I have we could last have just year, this year at the calendar. Yeah, but I'd, no, you look at it, you'd have been like, there is four. I should have looked at last year's calendar, and I'd have been like, oh yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's my apologies for hey. um, one to my family for not reading my thread. Oh, and then she put it on the thread that you said. She's like, guys, Justin's an idiot. He said this to his whole podcast. I was like, I know the millions of people listening. <laughs> All forty six of you out there. Um. Anyways, we have no updates, but update that I'm an idiot, guys. I'm sorry. Just a little, little clean up a little dead wood there. We do research. You have a notebook and pens, and you, this is unusual. I did a little more than usual. You have that. a lot of research. I have. Look, I have notes, paper, guys. Notes and papers. This first intro part that we just wing it. Yeah. So I got I got that text like ten minutes before last episode, and I was like, "Look how cool this is!" So you may not believe us in the first part of our podcast, but please believe us when we get into the biblical stuff because we have done research on that. That's the part we get ready for. That's the part we get ready. I don't get ready for how many days in February. Uh, okay. Awesome. So I text you the other day. Or yesterday, whatever day it was, saying, "Hey, here's our new topic." Sometimes we're in a rhythm, sometimes we're not. Now we're kind of one-offs, but this topic keeps coming up in my ministry more and more because I have like a billion sixth and seventh and eighth graders. Right. So we're gonna hit the topic. I mean, if you're listening, you can read the topic. The topic of baptism, um, and I may have mentioned this here before on this podcast. Um, just kind of like, what is baptism? And I teach a class here for parents uh, around Easter. So around April, I teach a class uh, called like talking to your kids about baptism. Because about between ages 9 to 11 is when most kids start really pushing and asking hard questions. And I have over and over again, I have had parents. This makes me sound like a jerk, but I've had parents come to me and say, well, little Timmy has been asking a lot about baptism. Do you mind doing a do you mind doing a series on it? And I kind of light up and go, "That's awesome for Timmy." Absolutely not. I'm not doing a series <laughs> on it. And they're like, "Why not?" I'm like, "They talk to you about baptism. We talk about it. Yeah. That's a part of my vocabulary, especially with 6th, 7th and 8th graders, and it is with everyone else, but yeah. Baptism is not when we don't ever talk about it. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. Um, but if they have deeper questions, I want them to go to you. I want these parents to be equipped to be like, I got it. Yeah. And what I'm finding out is that a lot of parents are scared to death to talk to their kids about baptism. They don't want to get it wrong. And that's it, right? Yeah. I think there's two conversations, and it's really crazy is that we do these two classes at our church. <laughs> talking to your kids about sex and talking to your kids about baptism. Yeah. And most parents are like, oh, I'm going to mess these up. Yeah. This is some scary stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, how, how, I mean, 
you have a kid, so you know one, <laughs> you know why it's important. And two, you're baptized, you know why it's important. Yeah. You're ahead of these, so you should be prepared. But I don't fault the parents. It's just kind of, yeah, they don't want to mess it up. Why do you think that, I mean, so you have a 10th grader, right? A 10-year-old. 10-year-old, 10th grader. That's what <laughs> well, I'm that was a big flash forward. You have a, and he's not baptized. Correct. Has he been asking these questions lately or whatnot? He has, uh, you know, specifically yeah. when somebody gets baptized, yes. that's when a lot of the questions mm-hmm. will come. Um, and he has expressed a desire to get baptized. And I'm like, awesome. Uh, I want him to be a little older, okay. you know, just a little bit. Uh, but really, uh, age is, I guess, kind of arbitrary. But, uh, yeah. you know, just a little mature maturity. to de- And he's doing great. Uh, and then just have some kind of specific sit down time mm-hmm. talk about what this means you know go over yeah. some scripture and stuff like that but you know if you follow jesus like you kind of got the basic building blocks of that conversation yeah. you know it's like you're making a making a life decision to follow jesus and this is sort of that act that symbolizing initiating act yeah yeah and and that's what i found most is most you know, kids when they see it at church they're like hey what's that all what's about that going? i yeah. want to know more about why so so I'm not a Christian now because but I'm here at church. I love Jesus, but I haven't done that yet. Yeah. Where am I at in this? Um, and there's other faiths, and we might get into it here just a little bit, but there's other faiths where you got, you know, like the Catholics, you get the sprinkling of the babies at very young age of their kind of baptism. And, um, and then in our tradition, um, which I would say is most like other mainline like Christianity, we do the full dunk them. Immersion, immerse, immersion, 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 dunking. Yes. The full dip, full immersion, uh, all, all in, um, which is what the word baptized means is that like we only have that in the context of church, but like if you're going to dunk something in some water, you could be like, I'm going to baptize it. I'm going to, I'm going to dip it. I'm going to dunk it fully. Um, but then it's pretty cool. Like, uh, you know, obviously, if you look at the like the scope and the spectrum of Christian belief, you're going to get a variety of beliefs on a bunch of different topics. But one of the central things that mm. pretty much everybody who follows Jesus agrees on is baptism. Now, the how, the the how and, and the when, when, yeah, uh, are going to be different across different traditions. But really, baptism is a central yes. feature in the movement to follow Jesus. And the other would be communion. Those are two really, you don't really get a lot of argument about the importance of those two things. You get some that do it every week, some do it when, yeah. But it's like, to follow Jesus, these are two things that pretty much everybody agrees on. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So if you're in this, I I don't think that we are going, I don't know, Chris has some notes. He may be blowing (laughs) your mind this morning. Maybe not. But... um, we, uh, uh, my envision for this podcast was, Hey, you may be listening to this and you may be in your sixties and you're like, I know what baptism is. Great. You can hear it. You may be in your thirties and have a kid or forties and your kid that's a little bit older. And you're like, man, they're asking questions that I don't know. Yeah. We hope that this will help you mm-hmm. too. You may have a coworker who's thinking about going to church or has been going or a boyfriend or girlfriend or fiance or husband that's just not coming with you to church. And they're asking these questions. You're like, Oh, I didn't think I was going to have to explain this to my fiance or my husband yeah. or my wife about it. 
we are here to help you. We we just hope that this kind of opens some doors, hit some of the high points. We're not going to hit every baptism in the Bible or every little thing, but just kind of the overall look and just what is it? Yeah. And so you're just more prepared to talk about it or just to know from it. So um, and maybe there's some things that you didn't really know. Yeah. And so now we'll we'll uh, make you smarter. Ooh. We'll make you smarter. Let's see. In this. Um, so, yeah. So I remember. So let's do very quickly. When were you baptized? I, I hope you were. I was baptized. You know what? They never asked us this when we work here. If you are baptized? Yeah. That wasn't. I don't think that's part of the job description. Uh, I have been baptized twice. There you go. Uh, you know, uh, that might cause controversy right off the bat, right? Well, there. so the, yeah, there's a, we can get into the kind of weird <laughs> taboos, controversies. Did your elbow not come up or so, no, uh, it did come up and do it again. I was baptized, uh, when I was 11. Okay. Uh, and you know, upon reflection as an adult was like, my best friend got baptized. I had no idea what I was doing. Uh-huh. You know, I just wanted to kind of be in the crowd and really the, the, was it at camp? Uh, no, it was just uh, like a Wednesday night at okay. church. Um, but the one of the things that really I thought about a lot over the years was like there was no real change in my life. Yeah, from before and after. Um, so uh, and that's and that's hard at eleven. Yeah, right, right. Um, that's really so that's really hard for, at eleven. For better or worse, that kind of informs how I'm approaching it with my oh, own okay. kids. It's like I take seriously the call to follow Jesus, and that this this baptism initiation is like the start of that. It's a, it's a marker in that and I journey. Like, I'm going to make a note. I like how you said it's a start of that. Cause okay. this yeah. is, yeah. Um, and so I want my kids to understand that they're making that kind of decision. I didn't. And so go through a pretty significant religious experience, uh, when I was 30. Um, so seven years ago, Yep, that's right. I'm 37. Wow. I know. Hey. Uh, and uh, was baptized as an adult. And for me, like that was the moment that I needed uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually to say, all right, this is a new start. And mm. for me, that actually was a new start. From that point, my life was different. I knew you, but I didn't know you. Yeah. this was We, we were was around like, each other. But. Well, like I've been here eight. It'll be nine years coming in June. Yeah. And so, I mean, so I would have been here, but we weren't. You didn't work here. We weren't neighbors. We, I mean, right. we knew who each other were seven, no, eight years ago, sure. but we weren't really friends. We probably friends. played softball together or something. We did play softball yeah. together. We absolutely did. So um, I, got, I got two under my belt. How many you got? <laughs> well, I got one. I, I got, I, I only got one. Uh, but I was 18. <laughs> but I was 18 See, when I, I like did that. it. I like that. So, again, I didn't grow up in church. Started going. Uh, I was at Grace Baptist Church. Now, again, that may, ruff, that may ruffle some feathers, you too. You've been baptized into the church. I know. I wasn't in the COC. I was in uh, Baptist Church, Grace Baptist, Mountain Julia, Tennessee, Blenda City. I was right there. Uh, my brother heard. Uh, but me and one of my good friends, Dane, at the same time, we were just kind of like, they kind of the call, and yeah. we both looked at each other and said, like, yeah. And so we didn't get baptized that day. Yeah. We had a meeting, and then we went back the next week. It was kind of a deal. Um, this was a nice church, smaller church. Uh or like baptistry. So like in our church, it's we we could probably fit about twenty five people, thirty people in our baptistry. Yeah, it's a big it's a big baptistry. It's like a small pool. It is. I mean it's it's a big hot tub. Yeah. I mean it's it's a good size. This one was a one person. Like <laughs> the preacher wasn't even in it. He's outside. Self-baptize? 
No, you, but, but it's like this little thin, I mean, it's like a bathtub almost, but it was a little bit deeper yeah. for you to put your legs down, but then you sat on this ledge oh, nice. and just fell back. Dane, Dane is six, five. He didn't fit in there. They didn't measure it correctly or beforehand. They went back and the back of his head went dank and just hit it. Thankfully he was first. When it was my turn. I sat way up. I was like, I'm not going to hit my head. Um, but yeah, so I was, I was 18 years old. Um, yeah. And I got baptized. One of the things that I want to hit on too, as well is, um, I have a lot, we're gonna make a lot of notes. This may be a two parter, buddy. Um, is you said you get baptized twice yes. as a youth minister. Uh-huh. I have baptized kids twice. Yeah. And I got a lot of parents being like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Um, we even had a meeting here at church with our shepherds. We had one of our members who's in his thirties, forties yeah. be like, Hey, I want to do this again. Yeah. And he very humble heartily goes, I don't know what the Bible says. I don't know what our church thinks. He's like, yeah. I don't want to ruffle feathers, but here's where my heart is. And I, and there is a weird deal when you're in the Catholic church, you have confession and yeah. you have this kind of thing. There's other like recommitment moments, but for you, the only thing to really do, I mean, I guess you could have came forward yeah. at your church and said, or here and been like, Hey, I did it when I was 10. I don't know what I was doing. I'm ready to kind of start fresh. I just want to start fresh yeah. guys. We just, which, which would be awesome too. Yeah. You don't have to get rebaptized, but we do lack a recommitment piece to our tribe that we do here. Cause it's like, wow, the only thing is baptized. Yeah. Now I've baptized some kids twice. Really funny. I've had some parents, we go out to like Winterfest, we go to a trip and I've had the same parent be like, Hey man, two's good. Like <laughs> if she wants to get baptized again, don't do it. Don't like hit again. we'll just deal with it when they get home. <laughs> like I gotcha. Um, but yeah, so to start this journey, I was 18. You were younger then you were 30. Yeah. Um, and it really is supposed to be this life commitment, but I don't think this is one thing that I tell parents on is your kid or your neighbor or fiance, your husband, whatever it is, they don't have to know everything to get baptized. We're probably going to go there, but like it's the beginning. It's right. It's not the end. And there's stories in the Bible of, well, even like day of Pentecost, right? It was like 2000. They gave one speech and 2000 people said, Let's go. I guarantee you they did not have all the theological implications of following Jesus figured out when they said yes. Yes. That worked itself out in community, yes. in relationship, and in practice of following Jesus. Here goes my phone, guys. My phone is lighting up. And they're not listening to us. It's just, that's just, it's just the way oh, it is. Oh, your family text? I'm yeah. Like, my, oh, no. no, my family text. See, it's going to bang, 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 bang. Uh, it's the beginning of it. And then there's also the jailer, I think, with Paul that yep. like heard it and was like, me and my family's getting baptized. His Ethiopian family, eunuch? The, there's, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of people in the Bible that hear a message once and go, I'm on board with that. Yeah. What's my next what do step? I do next? And they're yeah. like, well, let's get baptized. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well let's, let's go do it. Me and my whole family is going to go yeah. right now. Um, and I've had teens literally within this month, we talk about baptism and they were like, I thought I had to take a test. <laughs> they thought there was pen and paper yeah. test to do it. And I'm like, oh, sweetheart, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's no, we got to work on this, right? Like, hey, it's, it's your heart, your t- your life is a test, you know. So, um, you know, it, it is just the start of it. Yeah. Um, for, as a good COC, what is the five steps of salvation? Hear, believe, repent. 
confess, confess, be baptized. It's confess, repent, repent, confess. I, I got and, them. I just they were out and of order. Be baptized, a bit. right? So there's like the five steps. Like, okay, you hear and you believe and you listen and you repent and you confess and then you get baptized. And I think in our tribe we're like. Dunzo saved him. Hey, there's only five, and I already did all five. Look yeah. at me. Look how good I am. It's like, uh-uh. Now your true life begins. Yeah. Now your true life in Christ. So when I talk to people about getting baptized, and it it is not the end of the journey. It's the very beginning of your life in Christ. And how exciting is that? Mm-hmm. Um, so don't think that you're done and you're like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. Um, okay. So as an overall brief moment. Let's. You have some history. Work I got, in I got this, right? some, some overall baptism background. So we have it in Matthew. We have it in Mark. We have John the Baptist baptizing Jesus. Yeah. Uh, we have in Matthew twenty-eight, go make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We have this command from God and Jesus: go baptize people. Mm-hmm. We have Jesus baptizing. You have John the Baptist preparing the way and baptizing Jesus. Awesome. Where did this come from? Yeah. Well, it, it didn't it didn't start with John the Baptist. Right. So where did this come from? Just kind of like a quick little history view with that. Yeah. So that's a that's that might be an eye-opening realization yeah. right there. Jesus did not invent baptism. <laughs> no, he uh, he himself got he, baptized. He, guys. He, he walked up to the to the Jordan and was like, I'm I'm ready to go Isn't too. That, and then heavens opened up. Right. And then uh what is it? The Holy Spirit as a dove came on him, and then the voice of the Lord confirmed him as you are my son who i am who i am well pleased so baptism uh or ritual cleansing goes back way back you know early civilizations like mesopotamia so like you know people have from pretty much the beginning seen water seen that water is used to clean things in the physical world which it does and kind of made that connection to the spiritual and the non-physical um, you sort of flash forward to uh, the the Mosaic Law, um, Leviticus. You have all these weird cleansing law rites, of um, uh, and and that which you can't eat, can't eat out yeah, of the, out all, of the city. All yeah, sorts there's of codes, but going six, along with these six hundred fourteen laws, a whole bunch of them uh, are these ritual cleansings, and they're all really closely tied to worship and like being able to enter. Uh, the temple for worship to be able to do worship uh, as a community, so that's sort of a, a progression of that expression. Uh, but then you get to John, and John is interesting because John is not this expression of a ritual cleansing in order to be able to worship. John's baptism really represented this initiation. He's calling people to repent of their sins and to really rededicate themselves to following God from his perspective, because the Messiah is here, the Messiah is like coming right now. So you need to, you need to turn your life around. You need to dedicate yourself to God. One little interesting piece. I'm, I don't think I'm going to go super deep on this, but people will ask the question, like how did John get his baptism from what they were doing in the Jewish community? There's like, that's a bridge that needs to be gap. Typically back then they would be walking into a body of water. Yeah. And it was a, uh, we we assume very similar to what we have today of just like, I'm going to lay you back, the dunk your head in, yeah. your f- full body, full, full body, full body underwater. Then you get up and there's your baptism. That's, right. that's kind of what we have, which is not this hand washing or feet. Mm-hmm. It is a full 
cleanse. And uh, there's there's some, Wait, some there's, John didn't make it up. There's some research <laughs> out there that I'm not going to confirm or deny. It's just an it's an interesting idea for How sure. How many days in February? That uh, <laughs> John was a part of this uh, a community in Qumran, and the reason you may have heard of that is because that's where they found the Dead Sea Scrolls. Um, and some details from John's life may give us some clues that he was a part of what was going on there. They lived in the wilderness. They lived this very strict, rigid lifestyle. Uh, they had these weird food laws. So like him eating locusts and, and honey kind of all fits in with this. But the, the community at Qumran used an initiating baptism to, to bring people into that community. And so John, if he was coming out of this uh, really devoted sect of Israelites who is foretelling the coming of the Messiah, he, he may have brought that baptism ritual with him all in accordance with the will of God. But it's, uh, it's a prophetic act in, in John's case, right? More so than, than anybody else because what we see is that baptism is a part of this uh, design pattern in the Bible. And the design pattern is salvation through the waters. Super fast overview, and then I'm going to kick it back to you. Uh, this runs from the beginning all the way through uh, Jesus' ministry and into the letters that were written by the apostles. Uh, but creation starts with water. Uh, there's chaos. Yes. Water in the Bible often represents God's wrath or chaos or disorder. Noah, and we see God flooding. in the very beginning of the, of the story of the Bible uh, creating order and life out of the chaos of the waters. So right off the beginning, there's salvation, there's life that's coming out through water. Then you go to Noah. God saves this remnant. He saves this family through the chaos and the disorder of the water that's destroying everything around him. Moses saves the Israelites through the chaos and the disorder of the Red Sea. And the chaos itself destroys their enemies, right? Uh, Ezekiel 47, the water out of the temple and the dream that Ezekiel had right. with the new temple. There's a trickling of water that's ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep yes. that flows all the way to the Dead Sea and it makes the Dead Sea fresh. It's just raging. It makes the dead alive. It makes yes. the dead alive. So yes. yeah, there's... Uh, Joshua, uh, what do they have to do before they cross from the wilderness into the promised land? They have to pass through the waters of the Jordan. Clear connection to what yeah. happens with Jesus. Jesus is going to find himself back in that same body of water. And I tell you all that <laughs> to say that John's act in baptizing Jesus, I don't know if we're going to talk about, you know, why did Jesus get baptized? He didn't have yeah. any sin. I mean, at our time, <laughs> this week or next week, we're going to hit, yeah, we're, but, yeah we, we hit on But that. John was, was a prophet, and this was a prophetic act connecting the story and the life of Jesus with the overall meta-narrative of the Bible. <laughs> He's saying this is the fulfillment of yes. prophecy. This is the new Moses. This is well. The there last was so Adam. much of the like messianic prophecy yes. that this will happen. And this John was a part of that Isaiah. If, I think if you read in Mark one, John was part of where it says here in Isaiah, someone will come to prepare the yes. way and all yes. this stuff. So there's all these steps, these little bitty steps, and maybe one you know they will do a messianic prophecy oh, one yeah, wow. and just hit how this hits all of them. So there's multiple reasons, yeah. I think, why Jesus did it, but I think that was for sure one of them. And then just to kind of tie this through to some of the letters and some of the writings we actually have about baptism, you know, just to kind of bring this point home, in First Peter, Peter talks about 
our baptism being like Noah being saved through the waters. He, he makes that connection super clear. He's like, just like Noah and his family were saved through the water, so were you saved through the waters of baptism. So it's just this long design pattern in the Bible. There's chaos, there's disorder, and God is bringing salvation through the waters. And we see that Jesus is the ultimate fulfillment of that in his own baptism. Kind of that's that's his yeah. initiating point. He's like he kicks it off from there and goes into the wilderness, and then he's on the scene. So there he was. There he was roughly thirty. Right. So you had a lot with Jesus. Hey, hey. Jesus, you know, you know. How yeah, I he mean. was. You know how <laughs> he was roughly thirty. We don't know exactly how old, but he's roughly thirty years old yeah. when that happened. Yeah. What's what's something very interesting is when you read, especially in Mark, baptism. The next thing that happens is wilderness forty days being tempted. So here's here's what. Here's what is really beautiful to me that I that a lot of people just don't consider. Like the people who wrote the Bible wrote it in a way to bring out all these beautiful intricate connections between the old and oh, the yeah. new and and it was all this and that's just to me is why it's all this one beautiful story oh, for like, sure if you don't hear jesus going into the wilderness for 40 days a 40 time span yeah and think israel wandering in the desert for 40 years it's like they're doing this we all- can hit well we can do a whole nother i need to make notes of all our other topics <laughs> how numbers in the bible right like how you, you have 70 you have 40 you have a ton that kind of hit that but um yeah and so one thing that i teach our students about is hey look at mark one baptism temptation don't think i get baptized and it's all roses and it's all cherries on top afterwards like no now you're on the devil's radar yeah now the evil one sees you and goes oh you get to work oh you really did this oh if you're for real then i gotta be for real so expect it not to be the perfect thing in the world after you get baptized that might have been too much of a brain dump no i love the brain dump i love the brain dump because there's there's people there that are like i had no idea about that John and his own secret society in the woods over here eating, hey, eating that, stuff. Hey, again, don't at me. Don't don't <laughs> I, come at me on that. I one. like that one. Yeah, but I, in doing research, for, I'd never heard that before. Yeah, uh, but that was a really interesting connection. Well, okay, so we 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 don't have an outline of this podcast, y'all. Uh, just as things kind of come. So briefly, if you were to describe to your ten year old, yeah, and he says, "What is baptism?" Yeah, what is your answer? Um. And a quick nugget, you know, like yeah. some on the street, hey, why do I need to get baptized? What is baptism? Why? Yeah. What it, is it? And not just, oh, it's the words mean dunking in water. Yeah. No, there's a little bit more to that. Um, this might not be as brief as you were hoping, but I hope it, it's very similar to what I would say. I mean, are you more brief than 15 minutes? Yes. Okay, there we go. <laughs> um, God knows that we are weak. And we are broken. Weak we people. need physical reminders of spiritual realities. And I think that baptism is incredibly important for us as followers of Jesus because it's a it's an act of submission mm-hmm. and it's an act of obedience that says, I'm giving up my life, I'm dying to myself and my will and my pride, and I'm gonna choose to follow Jesus. So it's 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 a physical act that we do with our bodies, yes. so we remember it. It's real. It's tactile. We can you touch know what it. date, time, yes, place, we can mark it. Y- yes, but it represents a spiritual reality that happens within us that we're deciding to dedicate all of ourselves to Jesus. That's okay. how I would explain it. So, what happens during baptism? Oh dear, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so if you're asking, okay, well, I did that. Why? Yeah. What? So <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> um, from from what we gather, right? And so you so you also have Matthew 28, go and make disciples. So one, baptism is ordained, is an ordinance, is from Jesus. Followers of me should be baptized. And he does that by him getting baptized. He kind of leads the way of like, that was his mark of like, now my ministry starts. Yeah. Now my real life in God starts. I think Jesus is a little different because he is God. You know, there's all that. Yeah. But for us, it's like, no, this is when it starts for me. Um, so we kind of have that. And in that, in that like Matthew 28, 19, 20, at, towards the end, it says, and I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And, and for me, I think what happens is just like the ritual of washing away and you get in the tub to cleanse yourself, that this new birth of this baptism is literally washing away sin. So what happens during it is this whiteboard experience is this, you are now bleached everything, every stain that you have committed beforehand, every sin is committed that is now washed away and made new. So when you come out of water, it is like, this is a new day for you. This is a new life for you that you are now, all right, we're going to start fresh. It's kind of almost like, it's kind of almost like the new year where you're like, all right, it's a new year. It's a new I'm going me. on a diet. Right. Yeah. That stuff. It's like, Hey, the, all of our budgets have changed and the taxes are, are it's like, we're, this is a new year. Everything washed away. We're going to start fresh. Um, and then for me also that we just like Jesus received the Holy spirit, that that's also a gift in us in baptism that through that, that we received the Holy spirit. Um, and then that's a lifelong journey of wrestling of listening and connecting and just kind of having that with the spirit, but it literally is washing away sins and it is an outward commitment to say, I'm following Jesus. I'm following God. He is the savior. Cause like at our church, we say, you know, um, do you believe that Jesus is Lord? Do you believe that he is a son of God? Do you believe that he died on the cross for your sins that you may have eternal life with him forever in heaven and God? Yes, I believe that it's a, it's an outward saying, he is who he says he is, and I believe it, and I'm ready to live with him. Yeah, that's a, that's an important uh, piece of it, too, that I neglected in my <laughs> uh, uh, not-too-brief thing. Is like It's not just um, a decision to follow Jesus. It's that, that phrase, Jesus is Lord. Yeah. Uh, and I love that we do that here. It's at, that, at I mean, it's the ultimate act of submission. It's like, hey, I am no longer the boss. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, they kind of have that. So if you're there right now and you're like, how do we talk about baptism? This is a, you know, this is a big one of just saying, Hey, that's why we did that. So, you know, and then we kind of go on, um, you know, with Jesus, why did Jesus get baptized? Why is this a part of our Bible? We see this. I think there's a lot in there. There's books written about this. We're not going to spend the next five episodes talking about that. But one for me, I think he is sh showing if we're supposed to live like Jesus, if he is our rabbi, and in that tradition, uh, uh, some say this quote is not true. I like to believe that it is. And you walk so closely with your rabbi, like may the dust of wait, who says that's not true? I've heard some things. Wait, finish that, it. They don't. They may not know what you're talking about. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But finish the quote, and then I'll ask my. Question. Uh, there's an old saying, quote, way back in the day, saying, "May you be covered in the dust of your rabbi," right. which means may you walk so closely behind him. Yeah in sync with him, do what he does, follow him, that the dust off of his feet are kicking up on this. Will 
we'll kick him on you. I've heard I love of, that. I love that metaphor. I love the way it is too. I, I, I don't know. Just sound, uh, they. Well, we're we're they we're said gonna, it. we're going we're going that's we're now making that a real quote. All right. Well, I, I mean, it could be. It's a yeah. metaphor. It's I mean, great. it is a real quote. We're saying it, but like, did they really say that back then? Anyways, how do they know? Who's I think if they? Jesus is saying, "I am now the rabbi," yeah, you are to follow me. He's like, "You follow me," and really back then. They would eat what the rabbis eat. They would walk where the rabbi walked. They would do what the rabbi, they would pray when he prayed. They did everything the rabbi did. And so for us, he's saying, this is my start. This is also your start. Getting baptized and saying, I am fully committed. Yeah. And here we are. Um, so I think that was a big part of it. I think, I think really another part, Jesus here says that he had the Holy Spirit come upon him. I think he was saying, hey, I'm about to start the next three or so years of my life that is going to be the hardest. Uh. With me saying, hey, I'm going to really follow you. I'm going to live this way. I'm going to preach this way. I'm going to heal this way. I'm going to proclaim you as God and proclaim myself as the Savior. And then I'm going to die on the cross. And then I'm going to come back. And it's going to be, he knows what's ahead. And I think it's really his time of like a symbol, like, hey, I need God. I need the Spirit and me. Now we're here. Yeah. And I think for us too, when we get baptized, it's not me. It's I, I have the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit saying, let's go. Yeah. We 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 are with you. Um, to know that it's something bigger. Yeah. Um, that it's something bigger in that. Yeah. A um, few of the things that we kind of run in here um, is, hey, where should I get baptized? Is there a good time for me to get baptized? When, where, how, by who? Mm. Does it matter who baptizes me? Um, brother heard baptize me. Um, I haven't spoken to the man since, uh, maybe a few weeks after, maybe a few yeah. months after, but I, I don't know what he's doing. Um, so it didn't really matter. Sounds old. He wasn't. He's probably in his forties or fifties. Yeah. I don't think he was too old. Uh, he's probably old now. Yeah. Um, get there. Uh, but I always have that question too. When we have a teen that comes up or a kid or anyone going, Hey, I want to get baptized. Who's going to do it? Um, and in our tribe and tradition, it doesn't have to be the preacher. It doesn't have to be an ordained. Like there's nothing special about what I do when I yeah. baptize a kid. It does not matter one bit what I do. Um, it's with them in their heart. Um, I'm just there to walk them through it and to help them. And like a lot of people pick their parents or a minister or a friend or somebody that has helped form them and walk them in their journey in that yeah i like that right i so, like uh you know this uh, and again i think the point you're kind of getting at is there's really no uh prescription for what time of year you should do it should you be in a river or in a bathtub uh, i have who, I, who should do it i have baptized in a tub in the ocean in a pool yeah and in a baptistry yeah that don't matter i think it's it's a it is a it is a personal and a corporate experience. And it's like, you know, this is all about discipleship. You know, like if there's somebody yes. that's special to you that discipled you, like that's great. Well, and one of the pet peeves that I know that ministers have, uh, and maybe family members too, I don't know, is you have a kid in December be like, Hey, I want to get baptized. And it's like, Amen. Let's go. When do you want to do it? Uh, July during church camp. Huh. And they're like, okay, why? Well, that's when everyone gets baptized. Yeah. It's like, Church camp is not more holy yeah. than a Tuesday afternoon, whenever, right? Yeah. Like, 
so there's some of those battles of just like, Hey, if you want to do this, let's do this. Yeah. Right. And so I, and so for me, like here next weekend, we're going to Gatlinburg, big old youth conference, thousands of people and multiple times over my eight, nine years doing this here at this church, I've had kids that say, I want to get baptized tonight. And my number one call is let's call parents. Yeah. And I've had parents say they want to get baptized. You put them in that pool tonight. Yeah. And I have some parents that say, Hey, y'all are going to be home at four o'clock tomorrow. Let's do it. Then. Can we do it when we get back? Yeah. And I'm like, absolutely. Like yeah. this is not a, Hey, you know, wait four months. Like, Hey, we can wait about 12 hours yeah. until the next day to do that. Cause your parents want to be involved in that. Um, and stuff. So yours when yours was, was 30, was that here? Uh, no, it was at Trace was Diaz. It, was that Trace Diaz? Yeah. I was going to ask. Was in a lake. In a lake. Cold, maybe? It was very cold. <laughs> um, and have that. Um, all right. I was just trying to hit. I mean, there's more about this, um, about the baptism. But I, I, for me, I just wanted to hit this deal of parents, you're not going to screw this up. Yeah, I think I think if you don't listen to anything else we had to say today, like if you've got if you've got a, a child or a friend or yeah. a coworker who's asking you questions about this, answer them in the best way that you can in encouragement of them to continue asking those questions and and that you'll try to help them find answers. Like you don't have to And there's not like you don't become a preacher. And on, and we get this special booklet. Your <laughs> minister, it's like here's what you say. Here's what you say about baptism to make it no. Like you have the same Bible we do. Yeah. Like you can read it, you can find stuff, but really it is um, that's that is part of discipleship. Is walking with them through that decision. And for you, you know, with your kid, you're like, hey, I I think he needs to be a little bit older. Yeah, and I can make that. Assessment Call. because I know him. Because you know him. You're living in a relationship. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. So it's like, hey, I know him. I think he needs to be a little bit older. Yeah. Um, it, but not every and I think there's some parents that are just afraid that say, What if I just say no? You're not you're not ready yet. Well, I've never said that. Yes. You know, like it, and so I would I would definitely watch your words yeah. and be like, You're you're not mature enough, you're not old enough, you're not ready enough. No, let's wait. And I think most parents are like, if I say that then it may be when they're 60. Yeah. Well, if it's 60, then praise God, it's when they're 60. Yeah. But, um, well, they don't say that. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, let's have some time to talk. I yeah. promise you, if you're children's minister, youth minister, connections minister, pulpit preacher, worship minister, deacon over donuts, if you have, if you would walk to them and say, hey, can I ask you about baptism? Because I want to learn more from me and my kids. Yeah. They're going to be like, when can we sit down and talk? Yeah. I love talking about baptism. Um Cause it's pretty awesome. It's yeah. a cool, we don't have a lot of rituals. I think we have communion and we have baptism, right? Like much again, it. that's kind of those big things. Yeah. Um, and I like how our church, we make a, almost a big deal of it. We like bring our children in from yeah. children's worship. They sit in the front row. Hey, we want everyone to watch this. And we've also had kids that say, I do not want to be in front of 600 be, people. Yeah, I want to be here with like five people. I know. And we're like, we'll do it here at five people. Yeah. We'll do it here at 10 o'clock at night. You want yeah. to get baptized? Just, I got keys. The <laughs> pool's always ready. Yeah. Um, so just know that you're not going to screw this up. It's between them and God. Yeah. Foster their curiosity and say, I want, I want you to learn more too. And if you're right now a parent or a friend and you're worried about your answer, do some homework. Yeah. Read. You learn up on it. Yeah. Like it'd be good for you to know what baptism is more, right? And you might learn something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Walk with them. It is a discipleship 
moment, lifelong journey. 100%. And, and yeah, that's again, that's not the end of the discipleship. And don't think that your kid is like, uh, or friend or whoever it is, they don't have to know every king, every minor prophet. They don't have, they don't need to know how many people Jesus fed in the way. It isn't, they need to know some of the big stuff. Is he Lord? Did he die for my sins? And what does this mean for my life? Like, Hey, you're dedicating publicly your life for him. Yeah. Um, are you gonna be perfect after that? Absolutely not. Heck no. Are we going to, you know, be here for that? Heck yeah. We're going to walk with you in that. Cause that's what it is. Um, Hey, you got this. Let's go. You got this, people. You can do it. Let's start doing that Matthew 28. Why don't Come you, on. Why don't you guys go? Go to Golden Corral and talk to your server and be like, hey. Would you like to get baptized? Would you like to get baptized? There's a, there's a chocolate fountain. Is there not water here? There's a, there's a chocolate fountain that will do. We got <laughs> it. <laughs> um, let's start taking that Matthew 28 a little more seriously. and Start baptizing some people. And really what we're talking about is let's start having a relationship yeah. and a sharing the love of Jesus and having a community with people and yeah. walking with them in discipleship. That sounds good to me. I'm down. Well, Hey, this was a good one. We may hit this again next week. I don't know. There's more, there's more, there's more about baptism, but we enjoyed it. Uh, again, rate, review, subscribe. We love you guys. Um, and we'll catch y'all next week. Bye friends. See you.